At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Covering the live betting angles for every game, this is VSIN Live Bet Tonight with Femi Abebefe and Wes Reynolds on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back. This is our number three of VSIN Live Bet Tonight coming to you from the VSIN studios here at the Circa Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas. Femi Abebefe alongside Wes Reynolds here on a Thursday night. Still to come, we'll do the recap of the first round of the AT&T Pebble Beach Pro-Am going on right now this weekend. Uh, we'll see if there's any live numbers that we want to go ahead and attack. That's going to come up a little bit later on this hour. Also talk a little bit of Super Bowl 57. Uh, but right now, just get you up to date on some scores from around the association. The Dallas Mavericks defeat the New Orleans Pelicans 111-106. Right now, the Denver Nuggets have a 115-102 lead on the Golden State Warriors. Denver's now laying 12 and a half totals at 259 and a half and then in the second half of the national tv doubleheader out in milwaukee the bucks have a 32 31 lead against the clippers currently laying three and a half total at 212 and a half anything for you these nba scores that we have on the end game uh nothing on the end game uh looks like we are getting that low scoring that we anticipated there in the uh clippers and the bucks mm-hmm. uh here uh Okay, yeah, 31 to 32, 642 left to go, a very low-scoring game. Well, how about the game that we have going on in Wichita State? Because the Shockers led for much of this game. Danger time. Houston has really gone on quite the run here. They now have a 62-55 lead, 246 to go in regulation. It's been all Cougs as of late. Yeah, is uh, Wichita State going to have to find, do they have anything left in reserve? So now if you're on the Shockers, you're obviously hoping just to stay within the number here. Is Houston now up by seven, 12 and a half, I believe was the closer here. Because, uh, yeah, I just looked away from it a minute ago, and it was a two-point game as we were coming in to start. So uh, 62 to 55 here is uh, the Shockers. The Shockers just trying to hang around here. But, you know, we knew this was going to be a little bit of a tough game for Houston. And it's proven to be a tough game for them. And for some reason, it's also been a tough game now for UCLA. The Bruins mm-hmm. were out to a big, big lead. They were covering at times in the first half. They've and had now they're some, only up by seven. I'll tell you what, this is a little bit of a concern for UCLA because mm-hmm. we saw it. A, remember a couple, I don't know if it was two or three weeks ago, when they had USC at home and they were dominating mm-hmm. and they were life and death just to win the game. They had a bad second half against USC, I believe, last week, too, uh, on the road at the Galen Center. The Bruins have been a better first half team, but they've let some leads go or let some games get close in the second half. And 
that can maybe be a little bit of concern going forward. Yeah, so the, a game that we thought was going to be uh, one of those laughers there for the Bruins, a lay-it-and-laugh situation even at the big number, Huskies, are they're, they're barking loud. i got to give them the credit. I thought they were going to not be able to show up tonight, but only down by nine if they were down by as many as, I believe, 20 earlier in this game. Also, Cal has a 27-24 lead against Colorado at halftime. Uh, going to need some more points in that one. Thank you very much. Uh, Pepperdine and Pacific. Pacific has a 41-34 lead against the Waves. They're currently laying 7.5. Total is at 144.5. But, Wes, uh, while we have some time here, we wanted to discuss – because now that the calendar has turned over to the month of February, mm-hmm. March is on the horizon. People are going to start wondering, all right, who are the contenders? Who are the pretenders as we head towards Selection Sunday in about five or so weeks now? We wanted to play a little bit of buy or sell. And this is a list of teams that Wes earlier today came up with. Teams to buy, teams to sell in the second half of conference play. So this segment, we'll do the buy teams. We want to start off with the positive. Here. Okay. Teams that we want to buy and back toward the end of the regular season. And I want to start off here with a team, unfortunately, that uh, did not cover tonight. Right. Uh, the Ohio State Buckeyes in the Big Ten who are now sitting at 11-11 and 11 and 3-8 and eight in Big Ten play. Yeah, I mean, look, they've been unlucky, but they've also played poorly. And, uh, you know, now they're 11-11, and 3-8 in the Big Ten. But they have been, you know, they've lost a couple games in overtime. Uh, they have... Uh, Three one possession losses in Big Ten play. Mm-hmm. I don't believe. I think they would they lose by five tonight. So that yep. that was a two possession loss. But uh, you know, Zed Key, two of their losses he did not play. He's obviously somebody that they need down low. This is not a team necessarily with a lot of size, but they've been very inconsistent so far. And you've got two freshmen in the starting lineup: Bruce Thornton uh, at the guard position, then Bryce Sensiball. Who, uh, who fouled out late tonight, and they really could have used him down the stretch. But I think that they, they have the talent, Femi, and we kind of talked mm-hmm. about that you know, when the game was getting over mm-hmm. when we started uh, at the top of the show. They have the talent. I mean, their offense grades out okay. They're not a team that's really three-point reliant. They don't turn it over. They can get offensive rebounds. But the defense has been – you know, you can really beat them in a track meet and really beat them in transition. They have struggled defending the pick and roll as well. But I do believe that this team is, and I'm talking like game to game. I'm not saying, hey, bet them to win the national championship or Mm -hmm. something like that. But I think on a game to game basis, you are going to see this team do a little bit better as I just, uh, you know, look at their schedule upcoming as they're 11 and 11 like they're down near the bottom but they go to michigan on on sunday and michigan got a win tonight over northwestern uh then you get northwestern at home then you get michigan state at home then you go to iowa then you go to purdue and then you get uh, penn state and illinois at home so you are getting i believe uh let's see four of the next seven games are at home and I believe you also get Maryland at home, and then you go to Michigan State. So you get five of the last nine at home. But the only game where they're going to be like what I would think would be as a substantial underdog is the game at Purdue Yeah, on Sunday, uh, February 19th. Like Michigan, they'll be a small underdog on the road. They'll be favored at home over Northwestern. They might be pick them to Michigan State. They'll be a small dog at Iowa, like we're talking, you know, four, four and a half or something Mm -hmm. like that. They'll be a favorite over Penn State at home. They might be a favorite over Illinois at home. So there's opportunities for the Buckeyes to pick up wins. Yeah, the Buckeyes, it's been a rough season for them. But you know what? From a game-to-game standpoint, they might still be able to make you a little bit of money. This next team, though, is rather interesting. I don't think many people have thought that they would be on this list. Wyoming, Mm -hmm. currently 7-14, 2-7 in Mountain West play. What stands out to you about the Cowboys? Well, the fact that they've just had the hell beat out of him from an injury standpoint. Of course, Graham E.K. has not played yet this year. Possibility they might get him back later this month. Hunter Maldonado has been in and out. Uh, he is now back. Uh, Brandon Wenzel, our, our Brandon Wenzel just uh, got back, I believe, for the Fresno State game, which they won on Tuesday night. And, uh, you know, I was talking to a guy that was a, a San Diego State guy, actually, after uh, one of our programs earlier this week. And he's like, that's the team that scares me, like, in the Mountain West tournament. Because if they start to get healthy, remember this Wyoming team was an at-large bid last year in the NCAA tournament. And now, you know, you're two and seven in league play. You're tied with Colorado State in the cellar. Wyoming's had some bad luck, too. They are one and six in games decided by six points or less. So 
they've been banged up, but they've competed hard in some of these games. I, I think Jeff Linder is a really good coach. And, you know, if they get EK back, Maldonado is back, Wenzel is back. This is a team that from a game-to-game basis, I think especially when they're underdogs against like the better teams in the conference, against your San Diego States, against your Utah States and New Mexico's, this is a team that you're going to want to back. Is it time to reload the bandwagon on Creighton? I think I, I think perhaps so. <laughs> I, I think what, what really has surprised me a little bit about Creighton this year is that They've been a little bit better defensively, and they haven't necessarily been the juggernaut that I thought that they mm-hmm. were going to be offensively. Oh, but C- Creighton unders on Saturdays have been fantastic. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, they, they've really defended the ball very well. But you you look at Creighton, and remember they lost like six games. Once they lost that game out in Maui, then they then they had to go to Texas. They had a really tough schedule and really some tough luck with some injuries too because Kalkbrenner got hurt, missed a couple games. Because remember, they had to go to Texas, and then Nebraska beat them at home, and then BYU beat them out here by three. Arizona State beat them by two. Then they lost at Marquette, and then they got right kind of at the end of 2022 with a couple nice wins at home. But they've lost their fair share of close games, too. I'm just looking uh, kind of through their season here. They lost by two to Arizona in the Maui Championship. They lost by five at Texas. They lost by three to BYU. They lost by two to Arizona State. They lost by three at Xavier. Uh, I think. I think they did. They have one. Other? No, th- those were their close losses. Yeah. But what I'm telling you, and and you kind of see this as a constant theme, when teams lose close games, a lot of that is bad luck, and you know, more sometimes that's going to even out. And I think it is for Creighton. Creighton's next opponent, though, is Villanova, who's 10 and 12, yep. 4 and 7 in Big East. Why are the Wildcats well, on this list? Well, we dealt with that last night with Villanova, and I, I felt it was the right side, but just yeah. the wrong result. It didn't get there, but that was a really, really good spot for Villanova. And I, I do think Villanova, now the fact they got Justin Moore back, uh, the fact that they're a little bit more healthy. Keep in mind, the freshman Cam Whitmore missed seven games in December, so that's why you see this really shoddy record for Villanova, but they're a team, I think, when you get to the Big East Tournament in Madison Square Garden, that's probably the team you don't want to play. Yeah. Vatek and UAB are also on this list. Real quick, what stood out to you about those two? Yeah, I'll go with UAB first. Uh, UAB, of course, got the win tonight with uh, Jordan Jelly Walker coming back. He did play off the bench. But UAB, like if you look at, at that luck ranking and Ken Palm, they're near like the bottom of the list because they've had so many close losses, a couple of them without Jelly Walker playing. So... You know, UAB is one of those teams that they're the biggest challenger, in my opinion, to Florida Atlantic, really. And you saw it tonight. They beat FAU, ended a 20-game streak. Virginia Tech, 3-8 and in ACC play. Mike Young, really good coach, uh, was was really good at Wofford, really good at Virginia Tech. But if you look last year, remember they were 3-7 and in the ACC, and then they won nine of their next 11 to close out the regular season. I don't know if they'll quite win that many, but keep in mind, Virginia Tech was 0-4 with Hunter Cater out of the lineup due to injury, and now he is back. I think you're going to see the Hokies start winning games, and perhaps on Saturday against hmm. their rival, the Virginia Cavaliers, maybe as a small home dog. All right, all right. I know you mentioned that these are going to be teams that you're backing game in, game out, but if you had to bet a futures bet on one of them to make the Final Four, who would it be? Creighton. No hezzy. No hezzy here on VEASAN Live Bet tonight. We'll be back with the teams that you want to sell on the other side. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, Somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. 
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. The big game means big plans for VSIN. VSIN will be in the middle of all the action and broadcasting live from Radio Row in Phoenix with athlete and celebrity interviews and our experts breaking down the game. You won't want to miss any of VSIN's coverage. Huddle up and watch Follow the Money, the Lombardi Line, VSIN Final Countdown, and VSIN Primetime all live from Radio Row starting on Monday. For betting splits, expert picks, and big game props, head to VSIN.com. That's V S I N. Welcome back. This is VEASAN Live Bet Tonight. Femi Abebefe alongside Wes Reynolds hanging out at the Circle Resort and Casino. Some scores that are going on in the association. Looks like the Denver Nuggets are going to close out the Golden State Warriors. They're up 132-113, less than two minutes to play out there in the Rocky Mountains. And then in Milwaukee, the Los Angeles Clippers have a 50-42 lead against the Bucks. Clippers now the in-game favorite, laying two and a half and the total is at 219 and a half. Are we going to update them on the East-West Shrine game here that's going on at Allegiant <laughs> Stadium, By apparently? Means, you... I, I was going to say, I was like, who? there's got to be some guy that just wants to, like, mess with us and screw with us. Like, hey, why aren't you doing the in-play on the East-West Shrine game? Number one, I don't see if there's a live lineup. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nine to three. That's typical for these, like, college all-star games. Damn. Nine to three is the current score of the West, by the way, uh, leading the East. Uh, do we have a – oh, we do. Uh, it is Senior Bowl weekend. It is. Yeah, Senior Bowl is on Saturday. Senior Bowl at... is usually, obviously, the bigger one yeah. because I remember they used to have the Hula Bowl mm-hmm. in uh, in Hawaii. The East-West well, the... Shrine game actually used to be at Stanford Stadium. Well, there's the uh, NFLPA Bowl, right? That yes. one's still a thing. So yeah. I don't know. if I think that was played last week yeah, maybe. But, but the Senior Bowl usually gets, like, the higher-end prospects. Yes. So, yeah. you know, most of the scouts are Highest there. Highest-rated seniors. We were laughing about the fact that, yeah, they don't stay for the freaking game. No. They no. don't give a damn about the game. They care about the drills and – Practice, yeah. Where every single GM and coach and scout is there, except for mm-hmm. obviously the ones that are playing next week in the Super Bowl. But... Or the ones that are playing at the AT&T Pro. Yes, Pro yeah, e- exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, uh, jo- Josh Allen, uh, certainly. Uh, yeah. In the uh, yeah. pro, he he elected not to go in the Pro Bowl, and uh, you know, and and what that does is that gets poor Tyler Huntley heat because it's like, what yeah. did he play five games this year? And he made the Pro, pro Bowler. Like possession is yeah. nine tenths of the law, man. He's a Pro Bowler for life. Yeah, it's. And I feel bad for him because you know he did step into a tough situation and look, got him into the playoffs. Yeah, and everyone's he, making fun of him. I know. Like, hey, I feel bad. So he's got to see Josh. Like, thanks a lot, Josh. Appreciate well, it. Hopefully Tyler Huntley has a good time out here in Vegas. Yes. Um, <laughs> not not too good of a time. No, no, you don't want to have too but good There's of a been time. a couple guys that have had too good of a time, over, yeah. especially over there at Dre's. Yeah. There's a particular running back for the New Orleans Saints. Yes. We won't get into that. Um, <laughs> in college. Yeah, I don't, I, we don't want to see a, a, a LM, LM uh, Metro uh, report. Yes. Yeah. No, no, please keep those away. Uh, everyone stay safe out there. UCLA looks like they're going to hang on to beat Washington at 69 61. Kudos to the Huskies for getting back within that number to cover this game. But uh, the Bruins get a cruise victory 
there at Pauley. Yeah, Bruin, Bruins got to short up a little bit in the second half, though. But UW is going to get the uh, cover. Uh, Golden mm-hmm. State is not going to get the cover as they show a forlorn Steve Kerr as the clock ticks down. 134 to 117, Denver and the over are going to get home. All right, well, let's get back to the college basketball. In the last segment, we started our buy or sell teams that you want to back or teams that you want to fade as now that we're into the second half of the conference slate here. So we talked about the buy teams. Now let's talk about the sell teams. These are teams that you want to fade in this month of February. And we'll start in the SEC with Mizzou, 17-5, and 5-4 and four in SEC play. Yeah, this Mizzou team, and you kind of saw it last night, even though they pretty much dominated the game. They did not cover against a very poor LSU team because now you're going to start to see Missouri get a little bit of respect in the market. And you certainly saw it last night. They did, by the way, win 87 to 77. But the non-conference schedule was not very good. It was 289. So really, the I mean, they beat Central Florida by two uh, in a you know neutral site game. They drilled Illinois. And they did get drilled at home by Kansas, but otherwise they played pretty much cream puffs. But if you look, they they have had, you know, uh, their fair share of close wins. They beat Arkansas 79 76. Of course, we know Arkansas is not at full strength right now with essentially two starters down. They beat Vanderbilt by three. Uh, they did beat a Kentucky team that really wasn't playing well at the end of December. So now you're getting to a team that's. 17 and five and look they are number four in adjusted offensive efficiency that's very impressive you look at the defense though they are 187 they are like right in the middle of college basketball in terms of the amount of teams and adjusted defensive efficiency they give up a ton of offensive rebounds i think they give up 37.7 percent of offensive rebounds that's like 361 in the country because their biggest starter is Kobe Brown, who's, you know, low mm-hmm. down there, but he's only six foot eight, and he's really probably about six, six and three quarters, because that's what it always is with those yeah. guys whenever they measure at the combine. Mm-hmm. It's like they're about an inch, inch and a half shorter. So you look at Missouri, they have now won three in a row. They go to Mississippi State on Saturday. Mississippi State's a team that's kind of had some tough luck this year, lost some close games. So I would expect that they're going to lose that one. And then after South Carolina comes in, The schedule gets tougher in the middle of February for Missouri. They got to go to Tennessee. They got to go to Auburn. Then they got Texas A&M at home. Then they got Mississippi State at home. And then the last three games are teams all in the hundreds, Georgia, LSU, and Ole Miss. So this team's going to make the NCAA tournament. But I think that they've maybe played a little bit above their skis. Dennis Gates in his first year coming in from Cleveland State. Yeah, this team was 12-21 and last year under Conzo Martin. And, uh, you know, doesn't have, you know, all the same guys. You know, a couple transferred out, but a couple did stay over. But I think Missouri just maybe a little bit overvalued in the market. And that's what we're talking about in terms of buying and selling. Buying teams at the low spot and then selling teams at the high spot, which you will see uh, throughout the rest of this theme. Well, how about Baylor? 16-6 and overall, 5-4 and in Big 12 play. Yeah, Baylor, uh, uh, a team that really, I think, relies on the three-point shot. Maybe a little bit too much. Uh, You look, uh, 35.5%, 44% of their their attempts are from three. That's 37th most in the country. And they're good offensive rebounding. Their adjusted offensive efficiency is good at, at, at third. Their defensive efficiency, though, ranks 77th. Now you're saying, okay, well, that's still top 100 in the country, Wes. But you look at what they've done in recent years. They were 13th last year. They were 22nd the year before uh, when they won the national championship and adjusted D. They were fourth the year before. So, you know, this team is usually in the top 25. And maybe that's a byproduct of the good Big 12 competition, but... I just think Baylor kind of got hot. You know, they they won some coin flip games like at Oklahoma, the one against Arkansas at home. The schedule is always a nightmare in the Big 12, so they're going to lose a few of these games this month. Well, the next three teams you have here on this list, Purdue, Xavier, Tennessee, two of them are projected number one seeds on Bracket mm-hmm. Matrix. Xavier is a projected four seed. Why did these three make the list? And I'm not saying if you've got a Purdue Final Four ticket or a national title ticket that it's a bad no. thing. I think this team is very good. They Don't can win get me games wrong. and not cover. Don't get me wrong. Exactly. <laughs> because they're at the top of the market now after they beat Michigan State and they dominated Penn State last night. 
Purdue six and one in games decided by five points or less. They've also had the benefit of facing teams with key players missing. Jet Howard missed the Michigan game where they went up and won in Chrysler. Same with Michigan State. Malik Hall was out. Uh, Sam Griesel was out for Nebraska when they played Nebraska at home. And I think they're doing some shooting regression, especially defensively. Opponents just can't hit jumpers against this team. You know you're not going to go at the rim against Zach Eady very often because, you know, they don't allow you a lot at the rim. So you got to shoot threes. And Eady's presence at the rim allows these guys to stay out on shooters. But some teams are going to start making buckets against this team. Hopefully it's that team down in Bloomington on Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> what was it about Xavier and Tennessee, though, that uh, stood out to you as some teams that are kind of at the top of their market? Tennessee, you kind of saw it a little bit last night, oh, yeah. losing, to, chomp, uh, chomp. Lo- losing to Florida. Yeah, buddy. Opponents, by the way, this year have shot 22% from the three against Tennessee. Wow. And, uh, you know, I was looking. I saw somebody that had pointed this out. Norfolk State in 2005, that was the single-season record for three-point percentage against, and that was 25%. So that tells you, you know, SEC's got a lot of teams that really can't shoot from deep. But I think with the Vols, you got to sell them a little bit. And, and, and it was the right time to sell last night. Xavier, mainly it's a defensive issue with, with, with Xavier. This mm-hmm. is a team that absolutely can get up and down the floor. However, they lost Zach Fremantle last night for about four weeks. So he might be back for the Big East tournament. This team's outside the top 100 in adjusted uh, uh, efficiency. They're a team that, you know, shoots the three ball very well, but they've had a fair share of close games in the Big East that they've gotten on the right side more often than not. And then FAU was the last team to make Yeah, and I think FAU is still the best team in Conference USA, but their streak, I think, was about due to come to an end. Dusty May, my, my guy from IU, has done a great job down there. They really didn't have any non-conference wins of note except for Florida back in November. So this team's a good team, but I just think that you become the hunted in your conference like that when you start out so hot and get ranked. All right. So like Wes said, don't be scared if your favorite team is on this list. They don't can be still scared. Win games, but not cover. On the other side, we'll talk about a Super Bowl trend that dates back to 1999. Will it be true this year? We discuss that next here on VEASAN Live Bet Tonight. If you're looking for a betting edge on football's big game, the VEASAN experts have you covered. Become a VEASAN Pro subscriber with an introductory offer of only $9.99. VEASAN Pro subscribers get access to our daily recap of the top plays made by VEASAN show hosts and guests. Tools like our betting splits, deep dive betting reports, VEASAN betting guides for the biggest games of the season where our experts break down brackets, best bets, and all the big game props. Don't miss out on this limited time offer. Visit VEASAN.com slash subscribe today to sign up for only $9.99. That's V-S-I-N slash subscribe. Welcome back. This is VEASAN Live Bet Tonight. Femi Abebefe alongside Wes Reynolds here at the Circa Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas. Uh, right now, in the association, do we have a, we have the Bucks game still going on in the NBA? Yeah, Clippers with a fifty six forty nine lead. Clippers laying two and a half total, two twenty three and a half on the in game. Yeah, and more scoring here in the uh, second quarter. I think it was thirty four mm-hmm. thirty two Bucks. So no surprise that we are seeing the over get bad. You know, maybe it was just one bad quarter, and we'll see if that's enough to keep it over for or under for the uh, full game. Is two thirty. So yeah. adjusted number here right now, I believe about two twenty three and a half, two twenty four. Not surprised to see the over get bad for the second half. Also, Norman Powell for the Clippers, 15 points off the bench. I feel like more people needed to be talking about him in the sixth man of the year. Uh, absolutely. And, and, and I'm not just saying that because I have a ticket on him either. Well, and I want I want to pull for my guy, <laughs> Benedict Matherin, because yes. he's he's mm-hmm. not going to get rookie of the year, let's be honest. No, but, no that's Paul. But, 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 but he's been tremendous uh, for the Indiana Pacers, uh, you know, coming off the bench, being that scoring. I mean, the guy the guy is a big part of their future. Uh you mentioned Norman Powell, Kawhi eleven and five in the first half. So we did. I didn't end up playing that pra over because you know, like we say, the young guys that got snubbed. And I'll I'll just rehash that very quickly. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, some of the young guys that did not make it: the Jalen Brunsons, the Darius Gardlands, P- Pascal Siakam, maybe Trey Young. 
uh, for the uh, West. Uh, I think uh, De'Aaron Fox would be one you want to look at, Aaron Gordon, mm-hmm. and Edwards. Those are the guys you're going to want to maybe target for their props over the next couple games because they may got something to prove. But somebody like Kawhi, he may not yeah, give a damn. He's like, I'm not, I don't need to make that trip. I don't care. I've been an all-star before. James Harden. I don't know how much they're going to care. Maybe even Jimmy Butler you could throw in because they've been there, done that. But these young guys that did not make the all-star team, they're going to maybe want to prove something and have a little chip on their shoulder, at least in the immediate aftermath. Most definitely. Uh, in college basketball, we're at halftime between Oregon and Arizona. It's been all Wildcats here in this revenge spot. They're up 50-35. to 35. They're currently half-point favorites with a total sitting at 81 and a half. Yeah, I, I, I've had a solid night so far, but this is not solid uh, with uh, Oregon allowing 48.5% from the floor. Uh, Arizona getting to the line, too. 14 of 16 at the line. They've been dominating down low, 24 to uh, 15 on the rebounds. I do mm-hmm. have Oregon plus 8.5, so I'm hopeful we can make a comeback. Uh, by the way, to Bellis with 27 points in the first half. That's ridiculous. 27 and 7. And wow. he's their best player. He's going to play in the league for sure. Yeah. I, I watched him up close against Indiana, man. He runs the floor really well. Kind of reminded me a little bit of our old Hoosier Cody Zeller in terms of the way he ran mm. the floor. A little bit more of a better offensive game all around, though, than Cody had. Yeah, no, Tubelis is legit. Uh, and he's one of those big guys. They have Tubelis and, and Balo. Those guys. There's just mm-hmm. there's so much size. Larson's a yeah. big dude as well. And, and these guys Arizona. are going to have to be good because Arizona has regressed a little bit shooting the ball. Because remember, mm-hmm. remember in that Maui tournament, and you know Matt Humans was in attendance. Our, our buddy and colleague Matt Humans. It's like they made everything out there in Maui. They made everything. Yeah. And they were going to regress, and they've regressed, and they've regressed hard shooting the three. Yeah, Kirk Carissa, he's lethal from beyond the arc there, but that regression definitely built in uh, to their numbers going forward here. So that's the college basketball right now. We're keeping our eyes on a lot of this stuff there, the early West or the late West Coast stuff that's been tipping off. Gonzaga's up 11 on Santa Clara right now out in Spokane. Then we got a close game between St. Mary's and San Francisco. 18 to 16, the Gills. Yeah, hopefully that stays close. I've got the Dons plus 12 and a half. And then Washington State has an 18 to 11 lead against USC. So uh, those are the games that we have in the West Coast slate. We'll be keeping our eyes on them. Uh, But in the NFL, Wes, one week from tonight will be the NFL Honors. That'll be a night that I will be Mm -hmm. heavily heavily are you, are you going to be wearing a tux in the studio <laughs> i will see i don't own a tux i'd have to rent one uh, i don't know I was, if i want to rent are you going to go like ortega <laughs> on oscars weekend brian ortega one I, of our producers here at I mean, the fact that you bring up the idea it is a good idea but i don't know if i want to go ahead and rent a tux right I, now. i don't really want to either so i would prefer you say no to <laughs> yes. that question yeah so then we don't have to wear the tux yes. but it will be a big night as the game's best in the nfl will be honored and all the ap awards will be given out and also we'll learn what the hall of fame club that is also the the uh, kind of uh, the, the, the yeah. premier part of the yeah, event. which which is always cool it's and very know, cool uh, stuff. Hoping and, hoping fingers crossed for Demarcus Ware to get in for the of the Dallas Cowboys and maybe Darren Woodson as well. Maybe one of them. Hopefully, who, who is the in. Dallas representative? There's always a representative from each team, like mm-hmm. a local media. Is it Rick Goslin still Goslin, down there in Rick Dallas? Rick always doing it, even yep. though he's retired. Kind of like Mike Chappell is the guy for Indianapolis, Represents, so yeah. he always makes the case for Reggie Wayne and some mm-hmm. of these guys. Hopefully, Reggie gets in this year. No, it's uh, we'll learn all that stuff this time next week, but. The biggest individual award happens to be most valuable player. And there are five candidates for MVP. Patrick Mahomes of the Chiefs, Jalen Hurts of the Eagles, Justin Jefferson of the Vikings, Joe Burrow of the Bengals, and then Josh Allen of the Buffalo Bills. So those are your MVP finalists. And the reason why I bring that up is because two of those guys will be playing in the big game coming up in 10 days out there in Arizona. But, Wes, I'm not sure if you've heard or not, but there is a trend that has to go with the MVP and the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. So here's what it is. The winner of league MVP, when they play in the Super Bowl, has lost every game dating back to 1999. Now, the MVP doesn't always make it to the Super Bowl. The last right. one to do that was Tom Brady in 2017. But if you take a look at that list, that's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Nine of the last league MVPs that have gone to the Super Bowl have lost those games. The last league MVP to win it 
was Kurt Warner back in 1999. The greatest show on turf. Greatest show on turf when they came up uh, with that one-yard stop there of Kevin Dyson in Atlanta. So I ask you with this trend, because trends sometimes can be signal, sometimes they can be noise. What say you with this trend with regular season MVPs not having the success to hoist the Lombardi There used to be one that now over the last several years has gone the other way where it was bet against the Heisman winner. (laughs) <laughs> in, in the bowl game yeah. now now that's kind of changed with like the playoff and you know all that stuff and even the latter end of the bcs era but you know i think w- we have a good idea who's going to win that mvp and that's the guy on the uh first uh to the left there on the graphic uh patrick mahomes mm-hmm. i believe is going to be uh your mvp <laughs> i'd be stunned if the, he's not. well this is going to be like oscar night where it's like you know if you have best actress and they're all nominated against meryl streep Oh, it's just an honor to be nominated. It's an honor to be in this company, you know, on the red carpet. We're like, we got to sit there for like four hours and they're not going to announce our name. But yeah, uh, you know, maybe there's something to it. I mean, I kind of tend, I have not bet the game, by the way, yet, but I kind of tend to lean a little Kansas City here. Mm -hmm. So I would be going in the eyes and, you know, going in the face of this trend if I so choose to do that. Yeah, and like, I don't know what to make of it because it's such a small sample size, and there's always only one league MVP. And so it's it's not like it's like, okay, like well, in this instance is this, in this instance is that, because Brady was the last one to go ahead and do it because the last couple of years, Rodgers was the MVP, yeah. and those teams did not make yeah. it to the Super Bowl. One of the things, too, with, with a few of these quarterbacks, like uh, – you know, obviously Peyton Manning lost twice, which was kind mm-hmm. of like an outlier and Brady lost. But you also had some quarterbacks, Matt Ryan, first time in the Super Bowl, Cam Newton, first time in the Super Bowl. Uh, 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 obviously a running back, yeah, Sean, Sean Alexander, Alexander yep. Rich Gannon. That was the only Super Bowl yeah. he ever made. So you have sometimes when guys get to like the first Super Bowl, mm-hmm. that would be Jalen Hurts here. Patrick Mahomes has been there, done that. He's won one and lost one. So, you know. Yeah. So I don't think it, this is going to face him. So if there's somebody that maybe can stop this trend, I think it could be Mahomes. And oftentimes, too, these kind of – I don't know if there's any signal to this portion of it, but what are the MVPs? Are typically the quarterbacks, or in the case for Sean Alexander, it's a running back. These quarterbacks won MVP because they were on high-powered offenses. Usually they either face another high-powered offense or maybe they face – a really good defense. Mm-hmm. In the case of Cam Newton in 2015, when he went up against that Denver right. Broncos defense right. that had Peyton Manning a quarterback, but he was just along for the ride that yeah. season. And yeah. that Broncos defense with Von Miller winning Super Bowl MVP. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you got to put like these trends. This is a very interesting trend, but you got to like really go to the next step and put it into deeper context. Like mm-hmm. you were saying, looking at what defense they played, if it was a first-time quarterback in a big game, because mm-hmm. You know, sometimes you don't know how to handle that. Yeah. The last one, though, Tom Brady in 2017 with the New England Patriots. They happened to be facing the Philadelphia Eagles in that game. So maybe a little bit of deja vu in this one with the Eagles likely facing the MVP winner in Patrick Mahomes. Only time will tell. There's a lot of trends that have to do with the Super Bowl, but that one, an always interesting one with the MVP winner. The last one being Kurt Warner in 1999 to hoist Vince Lombardi Trophy. All right, on the other side, we'll wrap up the show with a little bit of PGA Tour talk here on VEASAN Live Bet Tonight. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love 
Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Final game of the NFL season is set, and Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook is the place to be. You could win up to $10,000 in bonus money instantly by playing our exclusive Bet River Squares this football season. Place $10 or more in qualifying bets, and you get a square on the house. If the numbers on your square match the final score of the game, you win. Restrictions on qualifying wagers, eligible bonus, and credit use, full terms and condition available at BetRiverSquares.com. Welcome back. This is VSIN Live Bet Tonight, final segment of the show. Femi Abebefe alongside Wes Reynolds here. Coming up, though, at the top of the hour, the Greg Peterson experience with our buddy Greg Peterson here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. So make sure you stick around for that as Greg wraps up the day in sports. And we'll have a lot of second half West Coast college basketball to discuss. So nobody better than Hoops to discuss the West Coast Hoops. Uh, right now in the NBA, though, the Clippers, boy. This is, this is quite the statement mm-hmm. that they're sending to the Milwaukee Bucks. They're up 75-55, currently 12.5-point favorites on the in-game line. Totals at 226.5, so we're starting to creep back to that pre-flop total. There. So uh, John Von Tobel is probably over there at the Westgate right now. I'm sure watching, listening to our program, like, I told you guys. Pounding the chest. Told you guys. <laughs> you guys don't believe in the Clippers. We see you, JBT. <laughs> but uh yeah 75 to 55 uh clips all over the place and that's why you know you still can't count them out but oh no no and, and, like, and i don't think we're counting them out no like, oh, i'm just not sold on I, I, I'm, yeah. I'm not gonna take the leap of faith that is required i'm not to either bet their short price <laughs> i'm not either <laughs> so we'll, we'll see come may we'll see who ultimately has the last lap but the clippers are a really talented team and this is what the ceiling is you you understand why People are high on this team because they do have that complete kind of roster, and they have a pretty good coach in Ty Lue as well. So the Clippers making light work of the Bucks right now, 7-10 left to go in the third quarter. Also in college basketball, uh, Arizona, their lead has shaved just a little bit. It is now 58-46. to 46. Yeah, the Ducks are really – I mean, the Ducks are getting what they want, but Arizona is mm-hmm. getting what uh, they want. Uh, second half did get bet to the over, certainly off to a good start. Uh, 19 points already, not even to the first TV timeout, 11-8, by the way, so far. Or, again, in the second half, I have the uh, Ducks plus 8.5. Boy, uh, unfortunately, I, I bet an over in, in what is looking like a dead-under game between Colorado and Cal. The Buffs are up 47-39. to 39. Colorado's laying 11 and a half. I bet over 129 and a half. The live total is 113 and a half. Cal, Cal really, really struggling. Uh, I mean. And, and Colorado can't get away from him. It's only an eight-point game. Like, I, I was hoping for some happy action fun time. Apparently not. <laughs> there's, there's no fun with Cal basketball this year at 3 and 18. None whatsoever in that game. Uh, Gonzaga, though, has a 34-21 lead against Santa Clara. Zags now 18 and a half point favorites. Total 158 and a half. Gonzaga doesn't look like they're looking ahead to St. Mary's. Uh, they will be in Moraga on Saturday night. Uh, speaking of St. Mary's, 24 to 19, 232 left to go. Don's still hanging within that big number of 12 and a half. But this is definitely a St. Mary's pace game with a mm. low total. Yeah, I'm going to need this total to come through here. Uh, <laughs> I'm under um, 129 and a half. We're at 120 and a half for the end game. So. Uh, that total is looking like it's solid, but still a lot of basketball to be played. Also, we're tied up at 30 between Washington State and USC. 
here. Uh, no spread or total that's right now that's being posted. Yeah, because there's a review off. or something. Okay. So whenever that happens, you notice they take that off the board. Yeah. So, all right. Shocked. There's a review going on in College Hoops. Who would have thunk it? Um, but while we have a little bit of time left, six and a half minutes to go, how about we check in on the PGA Tour? The AT&T Pebble Beach Pro-Am is going well, on. Well, hopefully the wind gust doesn't come yeah. through when the door opens here to get into the studio because that's where it's coming at Pebble Beach, by mm -hmm. the way. Uh, uh, next three days, I think we're going to get wind gusts over the final three rounds of over 15 miles an hour. And by the way, if you were following it today, the guys that were in like the back end of the grooves, the guys that were the later tee times, you saw some guys post some big numbers. Unfortunately, I had a couple of them. So, uh, you know, they, they, the, the, the wind really started blowing late in the afternoon <laughs> out there and just pulverized them. I mean, you take a look at the top of the leaderboard, and for a lot of people, they're saying, like, who? Who are these guys? But you get Hank Lebiota, who's leading the way at eight under, and then you have a three-way tie for second between Kurt Kitayama, Chad Ramey, and Harry Hall at seven under. Mm -hmm. Martin Trainer there at six under. Here at the tournament after shooting a 65 alongside Eric Cole, Aaron Badley. So like, these are a lot of names that are not and, household figures. And you'll notice, like, if you check the app or any of the scoreboards, the app at PGATour.com, you'll see a lot of MPs by some of these players. And that stands for Monterey Peninsula. The average round today was a 69.85. So uh, uh, 1.15 strokes under par. That was the easiest course. Pebble Beach was second easiest. Uh, that's a par 72. 70.98, so 1.02, the average round under par. Spyglass Hill was the toughest. That was about 0.687 strokes over par. 72.69 was the average round. So if you don't see a lot of SH, and unfortunately, I think I had a few guys at Spyglass Hill that shot some big numbers today. So, you know... This is going to change. The wind is going to blow. So if you're a little bit behind, don't necessarily panic. If you're a little bit ahead with some of these guys at the top of the leaderboard, maybe they come back to earth a little yeah. bit because the wind is going to blow. But Don't Kirk, spend the money already. But Kirk Kitayama is a top 50 player in the world. He's currently 12-1. to 1. He was in at 7 under par. Uh, another guy, uh, Keith Mitchell, that played very well, uh, 5 under par. And just kind of looking down, I'm scrolling down with some of these. But mm -hmm. my best ended up being three under because uh, Bo Hosler, who's out to a really good start at Monterey Peninsula, I think he had it to like six under at one point. He ends at three under par, tied for 24. Same with Justin Rose. I think he made like bogey bogey at the last two at Pebble Beach, and he was three under par. So not the best start, I will say, for me. Now, now last week I ended up getting some top tens and winning all my matchups. So – had an okay week at the Farmers Insurance with a bad start, but I have no idea what this is going to be with this wind, and 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 especially when you got guys playing all different courses. Now, most of the players, by the way, if you're looking at the pairings that are paired with like the celebrities, the entertainers, and the athletes, they play Pebble Beach on Saturday. Pebble mm -hmm. Beach historically is the hardest of the three, but it was Spyglass today. Yeah, no. So it, it, it's I feel like it's almost hard to get a gauge in terms of when you want to yeah. get an in yeah I, I'm, because, I'm not adding anything because I, they're, they're playing three different courses yeah <laughs> it's like like how are you supposed and, to... and they're all like the same length uh but you know spyglass is a little bit more you know tree protected like we were talking about with matt grill at the DraftKings trading room last mm -hmm. night uh and, but but all these courses basically are, are are by water so they're very much exposed to the wind so that's why i don't know if i'm going to add maybe if i do until like saturday because and, and plus, I don't know if I want to throw good money after bad because I'm not off to the best start here. A little bit better in the overseas events. I did have the first round leader with Abraham Answer over at the uh, Saudi International. Hopefully he there can keep go. it going. A couple guys in contention at Ross Alheima as well in the UAE for the uh, DP World Tour event. But this event, you know, like we said, it's a crapshoot. It's either chalk or it's, you know, long, longer shots. Like you look Seamus Power today. Ends up even par. Uh, got off to a really good start. Two birdies. Took an eight. Took a snowman on a par five. And that was one of my vets today or for wow. this tournament. So that's why you see those guys down the board. Yeah, you're not seeing a lot of the chalky guys. I think Victor Hovland was the only guy that was mm -hmm. a little bit chalky that was still up at the end play at DraftKings. Yeah, he's a eight to one right now just behind Keith Mitchell, who's the current in-game favorite after 18 holes. Ooh there's still 54 holes to play. So I, I don't yeah. think there's any sort of panic 
that needs to set in or anything yeah. here. Um, but if you had to add anybody right now, who would it be? Uh, well, I don't, I don't really want to add McNeely, even though he was on the tougher course today, shot one under mm-hmm. Spyglass Hill. But that was around where he was. McNeely, we mentioned him last night. He makes a ton of sense. Grew up here practically at Pebble Beach. You know, his dad still plays in the Pro-Am as well. But 22-1 to 1 for a guy that has not won yet on the PGA Tour. And that's kind of around where he was pre-flop. So that not really for me. Maybe Justin Rose at 35. But that's where I took him pre-tournament. But I believe he goes to the uh, easier course uh, uh, at Monterey. He was at Pebble today. So, you know, shot three under. That was respectable. So maybe Justin Rose and also maybe Will Gordon at 55 to one. Those would be two that kind of jumped out at me. So if anything, the advice would then maybe kind of identify the guys who are going to be playing at Monterey. Yeah. Those are the prices that are most likely to drop. Yeah, because that's that's the easier chord, yeah. at least through one round. I expect that's probably going to stay the way through the weekend. All right. Well. That is your recap of the 18 holes that we saw today over at the AT&T Pebble Beach Pro. We'll see what tomorrow brings. Hopefully the wind isn't too crazy and uh, we get some good scores out there from the golfers that you bet on and the golfers that I bet on. And maybe we have something in the works this weekend. That does it for us this evening. Hope you enjoyed the show. For Wes Reynolds, I'm Femi Abebefe. For our producer, Matt Santos, and the entire crew behind the glass, we wish you all the best of luck. Coming up next, the Greg Peterson Experience here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take more control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. Give your glucose alerts and readings from the G7. Do not match symptoms or expectations. Use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility.